What's up guys, thank you for joining me today on this video. My name is Dr. Tom LaHue and uh, I wanna welcome you to my channel. On this channel, we uh, talk about all kinds of things related to the Enneagram and knowing ourselves better and being present to life and not letting life pass us by because we're so distracted with everything that's wrong or everything that I think I need that we just can't be here. We want to learn to be here, uh, wherever our feet are, and to be fully engaged and fully alive. And so we talk about relationships, and we talk about healing those relationships and being more compassionate to each other and with each other in those relationships. In the description below is uh, a link to my website, and uh, I would love you to visit the website. I do coaching appointments for people um, at various times through the week. If you're interested in booking one of those appointments, um, just check out the uh, the link below. Also, I want to thank my patrons. I really appreciate your support. It knows a lot. It, it means a lot to know that you guys are behind my channel and supporting uh, this content. So let's talk about um, the uh, the three wing four and the four wing three Eminem. Uh, Okay, and this is, uh, I may have mentioned this in previous videos, I really don't remember, um, but this is a metaphor that I use all the time to help threes and fours better understand themselves and better understand what the importance of uh, their wing uh, will do for them, okay? So I use this metaphor, it's just something that makes sense to me. If it doesn't make sense to you, then sorry, but it makes sense to me is to think of the three and to think of the four both as being an M&M, okay? And, you know, when you open a bag of M&Ms, I'm thinking of like the, you know, just chocolate plain M&Ms, okay? When you open a bag of M&Ms, you don't see chocolate. You see bright, shiny, polished, highly polished, colorful, uh, the exterior of the M&M with a label on it, right? <laughs> it says M and M, okay? And, you know, the, the, that bright, bright, polished, colorful exterior is somewhat like a three, all right? And uh, who over-identifies with the exterior, with over-identifies with what you might say the persona or the, the mask or the, the way things look on the outside. In threes, you know, can be very charming and uh, um, sometimes sometimes can be superficial and focused on the superficial things of life. Um, and they can over-identify their identity with those superficial exterior things like job titles and labels on their clothing and, you know, all the symbols that look like success. Not so much the self-preservation three. They they uh, kind of have, they have their own vanity, but it's the vanity of having no vanity. And they want to be seen as somebody who doesn't have vanity, although they do. Okay. So the three is like that polished exterior that looks good, that won't get your hands sticky, that won't get your hands dirty, that, you know, um, looks clean, polished, um, like it knows who it is and, and, and what it's here on earth to do. The four, on the other hand, is like the interior. If you were to crack that shell, right, that exterior polished colorful shell, you were to crack that shell and you could somehow peel away that shell, what would you be left with? Um, you would be left with, and don't take this the wrong way, 
a rather unattractive blob uh, with an odd shape of dark, bitter, uh, sometimes semi-sweet uh, chocolate, okay? That's what you'd be left with. And that interior, um, to me, symbolizes the four and fourness, okay? And I don't mean anything negative about that. Uh, probably some of you fours are laughing and some of you are groaning right now. Uh, but the four is like that deep, rich, sometimes bitter because fours are willing to deal with a lot of the emotions and the emotional stuff that the three doesn't want to deal with and sevens don't want to deal with. Um, but the four, you know, can feel shapeless, flawed, uh, ruined, broken, unformed, unfinished, deficient, okay? A very unhealthy four you could describe as, you know, the the deficient outcast um, or the deficient uh, imperfect one, okay? That's what fours sort of feel like in their lowest state is they feel extremely flawed. Yet, what's interesting, kind of one of the dichotomies or paradoxes of fourness is although they themselves feel deficient and flawed and and ruined and broken, they're drawn to, they are drawn to the idealistic perfect standard. And so fours are drawn to beauty and art and, you know, things that, um, that seem um, wrapped up perfect, like the perfect relationship or the perfect companion or the perfect, you know, um, story or the perfect... Uh, piece of art or literature or music, fours are drawn to like those perfect standards, those perfect ideal. Yet they themselves, you know, feel flawed, broken, wounded. There's a lot of terms for that. I think the actual dichotomy of the four is you, or the paradox of the four, is that you you want to blend in, fit in, shouldn't say blend in. You want to fit in. You want to be seen for who you are and you want to be accepted for who you are, yet a lot of your behavior tends to indicate that you want to separate and not fit in and not um, be a part of the group. And that's just one of the paradoxes, you know, of, of being a four. So fours, think about it like this. They got this rich, dark, heavy, weighty, you know, still being shaped blob of this kind of dark energy that that sometimes comes out on the outside. I mean, sometimes fours can look that way. They can look dark. They can look, you know, they can be interested in dark things and and just sort of have that dark. I think about like the 90s grunge music. I was all about the 80s, okay? I was born 1971. So the late 80s when I was a teenager, that's seven stuff, man. Bands like Poison and Motley Crue and Van Halen, I mean, they are singing about the things that sevens care about. Nothing but a good time. I mean, that music just resonated with me and I could, you know, just, yes, that's so simple, you know? I mean, it was all the stuff that, that was interesting to me. Um, and then came the 90s, right? After the 80s, you guys that were alive, you that weren't, sorry, but you guys that were alive, after the 80s comes the 90s and you get bands like Nirvana, you know, that uh, just have this dark, edgy, 
I don't know, Green Day. I don't really listen. I Obviously, look, I'm a seven, so I keep it about the sunshine. And so this grungy stuff just doesn't make sense to me. Like, you know, instead of going out there with all this flash and sparkle and, uh, <laughs> and all these men with long hair and tights and all this nonsense of, this, of the 80s, where everything is big and flashy and fun and, you know, Dave TV. And uh, then it goes into this dark, you know, military green drab, uh, you know, uh, this 90s kind of uh, grungy sound where there's this anger and animosity. And that's kind of four stuff, right? And four's think of yourself as the inside of that M&M and you go, well, that's not very, that's not very uh, flattering. I don't want to think of myself as the shapeless blob of dark goo uh, inside an M&M. Okay. Well, see, that's why four and three need each other so much. You guys need each other. You need each other as your wing. All right. So the four, especially like the four wing five can be very heavy, very weighted. And sometimes you know, can sort of push themselves away from people. Both fours and fives are in the withdrawn stance, which means they move away from people to get their needs met. Um, that three wing can be so helpful to you as a four. I talked about that in getting the fours out of their basement, right? The three wing can pull you back up and say, you know, maybe we need to work a little bit on this exterior. Maybe we need to work a little bit on how we're coming across. You know, yes, it's true. I have this deep, dark, sometimes dark, sometimes bitter, sometimes, you know, sweet. I have this, I have all this going on on the inside, but people can't necessarily see my inside. People don't necessarily, you know, interact with me that way. There's an outside and there's a shell. And I think the self-preservation for the counter for really kind of gets this in a much more natural way than maybe the social and the sexual for does is I've got to, I've got to work on this exterior. I've got to, my, sometimes my darkness, my, my richness can be too much for people to lead with that. I'm not saying don't be who you are. Please, Forrest, do not misunderstand me that I'm saying try to pretend to be something you're not because I'm definitely not saying that. And I know you, you won't do that anyway, but I, I just want you to remember you have a three wing. If you're a four, you have a three wing and that wing is there to help you draw you out and interact with the world around you in a positive, you know, um, way to people want to get to know you. They want to get to know you, but it might be, it might be uh, counterproductive to lead with all of the deep things. You might have to start the relationship with people on a superficial level of, hi, how are you? Um, nice to, nice to meet you. Um, what do you like doing? There's that polished wing to you that helps you relate to the outside world and helps you present. It helps you present your richness into the world. But you know, sometimes that shell cracks, right? As a, as a four with a three wing, you know, sometimes that shell can crack and it can be a little too hard at times to to hold that exterior stuff together. And that's why you gotta retreat. That's why you gotta get away. That's why sometimes I think it affects that push-pull dynamic with you and fours as fours, is that sometimes the exterior shell, it gets too hard to to manage that shell. Cause you know that's not really 
the the full you. You know that that's just an exterior thing, a mechanism. You know, and it is. A wing is a mechanism. A wing helps you relate better to life. Think of it like this: the four, you know, um, the four needs both of those wings um, to help you balance yourself in this world. And that three wing helps you relate to the to the world, the exterior world around you. You might want to just retreat too far into that interior world that nobody can benefit from the richness that you have to offer. The three wing engages you in a more um, effective way, perhaps, with the exterior world so that people can um, can get to know you and and then discover and discover that deeper level. Now that gets us to the three, back to the three. The three, you guys over identify with that exterior shell. You think that, you know, um, you're bright and shiny and polished and that's how you want people to know you. And you can sometimes forget that there is something inside that shell. There is something deeper. There is something that is not so polished, that is not so professional, that is not so winsome, so engaging and so attractive that is a part of you. And that's your four wing. And as a three, you would do well to get beneath that shell, get beneath that surface and discover that deeper, richer part of you that maybe you have ignored. You know, if you're a three wing two, for example, you don't want to spend a lot of time digging down deep inside yourself and, and discovering emotions and sorting those out and what those mean. Because uh, by because you're bright, you're shiny, you're polished. You don't you don't want to slow down to deal with those emotions. You're here to to be an ideal standard and to help inspire others. And you don't necessarily want to take a lot of time to sort of sit and reflect and um, and deal with the deeper questions of life. But it would do you good. It would do you a lot of good to learn to move toward that four wing and and start looking at the blob inside and start asking yourself, you know, who am I really? When you get past all this surface level stuff, all this polished exterior stuff, all these diplomas or all these certificates or all these uh, labels that I wear, uh, I got M&M, you know, tattooed on me and everybody can see that I am the real thing. But are you the real thing? You know, when I get beneath that label and get into your into your uh, essential you, what makes you you, when I peel away all those layers, what's there? What's there? Do you work on that? Do you try to develop that as much as you try to develop yourself and your and your success? Do you try to, to know yourself and to develop that interior life and to be a richer, more full person? Do you deal with the bitter things of life or do you just step over those in search of that next, that next achievement, that next goal. That three, uh, you know, you're, you're not just a shell. You're not, you're not just an exterior life. You're not just how you come across. There's more to you than this. And I think it would be wise for the three to, to crack through that thick exterior layer, that shell, and behind the mask, get to know the man, you know, get to know the person. And I only use the term man because, you know, sometimes the clothes don't make the man. Remember George Michael saying in that in Freedom 90, sometimes the clothes don't make the man. Um, and 
I think I know what he was referring to there, but uh, in, in, in our case today, in this video, is sometimes the three can can sort of think the clothes make the make the person, you know, that the exterior is 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 over identified with to the point that you can sometimes lose yourself. You can lose yourself in over identifying with the exterior, and the three would do well to crack that thick shell, um, and and begin a journey inward to discovering more about themselves and that could be done through prayer that could be done through meditation that could be done through journaling that could be done through reflecting it could be done through discussion with people who know you well you may be surprised that um, others might know you better than you know yourself um, because you don't necessarily want to spend a lot of time um, digging down deep but you have a four wing that's there so I think this M&M analogy metaphor is helpful um, in talking with a four and talking with a three to help them understand, you know, what the alternate wing could do for them and how it helps and how it is necessary. And realize this four, you're not just this blob of chocolate. You do have a shell. You do have a three wing. You do, whether it's developed or not, whether it's very thin or not, whether it's all cracked and broken, you you are the M&M, okay? It is a part of you. You're not just this blob of goo and you you do have this exterior. Um, you may not focus much attention on it, but maybe you should start beginning to focus a little more because every four has a three wing, okay? Every four has a three wing and every three has a four wing. So you guys that are threes, you do have this deeper, richer, um, maybe undeveloped part of you that is your four wing and you need to spend some time reflecting on it because it will it will help you grow and mature and balance you as, as a person. So my best to you guys that are threes, my best to you guys that are fours, I mean, no offense to you guys. I don't try to minimize, you know, you in any way, but I think that this is a helpful way for you to begin to consider maybe ways that you could grow and mature and develop as a person. And uh, I hope that this metaphor is useful to you and, you know, use it freely with other people when you talk to them, if you find it helpful to you. If you don't, well, that's okay. All right. Um, again, thank you guys. Wish you the best. Um, we're, we're, we're learning this together and we're growing together and, uh, you know, as we, as we discover more about ourselves, it's, it's, we can be more present to what's going on around us and fully show up, fully show up, um, at our best and, uh, be as healthy as possible in our, and in, in our interactions with others and, uh, help each other out. All right. So I'll see you guys next time. Blessings and be present to life.